So many cities under the sun, I claim one. Uh-huh. I take pride in repping these streets I came from. That's right. Shattown, Shattown. Uh-huh. Chicago. Come on, city. I'm from Chicago. Uh-huh. My cousins is folks, I'm cool with the moles. Uh-huh. And Joe, my best buddy, is a foe. That's right. I'm from Chicago. Uh-huh. When I came uh-huh. in the world, it was cold. They uh-huh. took me straight to the hood, we was po. Yeah. I'm from Chicago, yeah. where everybody gang affiliated. Uh-huh. And you can't change a Shattown native. Uh-uh. I'm from Chicago. We do walk bass like brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
conversations and skits on there with like my actual brother. There's a skit with my mom actually rapping on there. Um, and it's just a skit actually like just me getting a phone call, getting a wake up call from one of my uh, one of my friends. But um, but yeah, like I said, I just dropped that. It's a 19 track um, project. Um, and it's basically just centered around, you know, day to day life and just mental health. So right now I'm just, I dropped that last week, Thursday, so March 25th. So if you haven't yet, please stream that or go to iTunes, Apple Music, it's on every uh, music platform. Um, and then besides that, uh, I'm planning a performance. So there's a show coming up on April 17th at Boulevard in Humble Park. So um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me, man. Just working on the project. Nice, nice. So how has the pandemic affected uh the whole putting on a show well it's pretty much you haven't been able to do any shows right yeah. so this is gonna be your first show coming up yeah the pandemic pretty much killed shows for my whole last year because uh, i dropped a project last year called the switch up it was a, a spanglish project in like june and um it's funny because like right before the pandemic hit i had this thing called uh going called the ag social where i was kind of trying to bring out different artists every week at least like four or five different artists along with myself and just performing um just performing different shows but uh that's we got our first show in march and after that it was like uh the first week of march and then after that obviously the pandemic hit everything shut down so it's been kind of hard trying to push it without the shows just because basically it's just you know social media virtual and stuff like that but for me i kind of love the interaction and feeding off the crowd and being able to perform so it was kind of it was kind of hard to stay motivated to actually write the music or and like do the stuff without knowing that I'm actually gonna be able to get out in front of people. But um, I would say it affected the music as far as like giving a more introspective vibe. Cause you know it was a whole year of not going out nowhere, not really going to see people, different things. So it was just very much just writing from a point of view of what was going on in the world and shit like that. So, what's the what's the what's the Hardest part for an artist. The hardest part for an artist? Yeah, a rap artist. What's the hardest part? <laughs> Actually getting people to... Sh I would say it's not hard getting people to listen to your shit. It's hard to get people to actually support it and share your stuff. You know what I mean? Like everybody has the words. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, man, don't stop going. Don't stop going. Do your stuff. You know what I mean? I support you. You're dope, whatever. But as far as like the actual like getting people to actually stand behind and like actually share it and like, yo, look at my boy or, you know what I mean? And like that actual support is probably the the hardest part of it, I would say. And then I'll, just getting out there, just getting the promotion and getting people to actually take the time of day to actually, you know what I mean? Um, look at you and promote you and shit like that. What would you want people to do? So they listen to this new album and then what you, what you want us to do? Share it with everybody we know via Apple Music or SoundCloud or whatever it is and send it to everybody? Yeah, pretty much. Share it, share it. I either text it. Uh, for me, I'll... I make like real like personal music, I would say, as far as like, I, I make music for as like the car ride home, you know what I mean? Or just when you're sitting in your thoughts just by yourself and stuff. So for me, I actually like when people actually keep certain people in mind, like, yo, like, I feel like you'll like this. I feel like you'll like this, you know what I mean? So whether it's just texting and sharing the link or just sharing it on social media and just saying what you feel about the actual project, not just like an actual, just not just like a blank, just like, I'm gonna just drop the link on you guys. It's like yo, this guy's album, I actually listened to it. You know what I mean? Like, you guys should listen to it. Like, that little feedback. You know what I mean? What's the name of the album again? It's called State of Mind 121. What's the... So, how long ago was your first release? How many years ago? Three years What's ago. What's changed between 
that first one and this one for, for Aragon, what changed in you or your music? Um, man, a lot of life happened. But um, I would just say as far as like the music in general, the process of it. Because at first it was, I mean, I've been rapping since I was a kid. So it was just, <clears throat> at first I was just trying to write songs to write songs and just putting it out there. Like, yo, I got 10 songs written. Cool, that's an album. I'll put it out there. I got this many songs written. I'm going to just put it out there. And it's like, as far as this one, I actually took my time to write like a, a bunch of songs, throw the paint up on the wall and just like actually pick away which ones actually fit the project. You know what I mean? I actually got, I would say, more artistic with it. The, uh, the beats changed up a little bit and I actually... Like I said, I threw in skits and like actually just wanted to make sure all the music actually ties together from beginning to end as far as like a, a project's concerned. So when you're listening from track one to track to the to track 19, all the subject matter ties together. It's a story from, like I said, highs and lows. And you could follow the process of like, I guess with this one, it, it's kind of starting off on a heavy note and then you kind of see the growth at the end. So it's for me, I'm trying to provide like an update and like a timeline of you know what I mean? Just like what's going on in comparison to what's going on in the world. You know what I mean? Just give relatable conversations. So I think that the thought definitely got deeper with it. And then just the process of putting it together. You know what I mean? It definitely feels like I, I uh, listened to your album today. Uh, and it definitely feels like, uh, 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 like a maturity has come in into your album making. Um, just like you said, how you kind of tell the whole story from beginning to end. It does feel like this album does feel like it was a concept that you have one concept and that's what everything is leading to, to it. So, yeah, exactly. you, like I said, and it's like, for me, it's more like a conversation. So it's like, if you know me and you pop in the tape, it's like, oh, it's an update on my life. Like, it's like, okay, let's see what this guy's going on about. But like, if you don't know me and you just hear the project, it's more so just like a relatable conversation from every day to day. You know what I mean? I'm trying to put right about situations where people could put themselves in and just be like, yeah, you know what I feel? Like, I get that thought process. I, I feel that way sometimes. You know what I mean? So you were talking to Esquire when you said pop in the tape. You talking about Esquire? Because that nigga only listens to tapes and eight tracks. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what I mean? The mixtape, when you actually listen to it. You, know, like, you got to explain to him, he ain't really hip hop. <laughs> I, I still remember back in the day. I still I'm old enough to you know have recorded yeah, yeah. stuff off the radio back. Then. Yeah, you got you got to explain. He ain't hip hop, so he don't know what a mixtape is. So you got to explain it to him. <laughs> hey, nigga, you don't know what streaming is. So I'm trying to help you out. Pop, you pop ass, nigga. <laughs> it's uh instead of Uncle Joe, we got Uncle Esquire here. You know, everything with technology has to be explained to him. Well, so, I get it all the time. Get I get it all. You get it all. 100%. All right. Baby. All right. Hey, man, congratulations right. on your uh, Aragon. Congratulations, yeah. man, on your hard work, first of all. Staying yeah. motivated, working hard, and, and thanks for giving us some hip hop, man. We need it right now. Dude, as a matter of fact, yes, we do, because that was the topic. That was my final thought on the Less Ill podcast show was exactly that. Where's the new hip hop? I was like, all, all you artists have been trapped. You haven't been able to perform. You haven't doing anything. Where's the new hip hop? And then boom, with this uh, last Thursday, you dropped it. So thank you very much. I appreciate that, brother. All right, but let's all jump into it. As we all know, the th the the way this show goes, everyone has to a topic that they have picked out that they want to discuss. You got two minutes to discuss that topic, and then everyone else has one minute to rebuttal. Um, today. We have volunteered Shy Town Knight to go first. Um, so Shy Town Knight, you got your two minutes. Let me know when you're ready. 
Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I love it. The man comes ready. And your two minutes are starting right now. Go for it. All right. So my topic is basically about confusion, about how we all confuse about what's bad and what's not and what in the media is bad and what's not. And to me, it's three things that change how we look at everything. One, Donald Trump. Two, social media. And three, all the movements that we've had over the last three or four years. So like Me Too, Black Lives Matter, Asian hate that's going on right now, all that stuff has changed how we look at everything. So if I say to y'all, do you know who Chad Wheeler is? Does any, do any of y'all know who Chad Wheeler is? No. I do. No. All right. So Chad Wheeler is the dude that beat up his girlfriend. He played for the Seattle Seahawks and beat the crap out of her. So she locked herself in the bathroom, thought, she, thought he killed her. And they came back and was like, wow, you're still alive? That's that dude. So white dude was in the media for probably about a day and then disappeared. And then now we got stuff that's kind of going on with Deshaun Watson as far as they supposedly, he supposedly sexually assaulted like nine or 10 masseuses and the stuff that's going on with Governor Cuomo in New York. Now, when I look at this stuff, I'm like, you know, some of this stuff seemed a little suspect, but some of it I'm like, is this really something that people should be taken down for or canceled for? Like this nigga Chad Wheeler should be out of there. This nigga should be in jail, locked under the jail. I know he's got mental issues, so that should be dealt with. But what is like sexual assault? What's inappropriate right now? And I think because of these things with Donald Trump, with social media, with the movements, everything is kind of a blurry line. You can't even tell for sure. Like if you're doing something wrong, well, some people, I can tell what I'm doing wrong if I'm doing something wrong. But like niggas like Esquire, that nigga don't know if he's doing something wrong or not. He's just out there doing shit and then hoping for the best. So point proof. Let me go first. Oh, all right. You want to answer first oh, yeah. on this? Since, since he called out my name. Because actually, right. I almost brought up the subject, but I didn't want to bring the show down like uh, uh-huh. like Chi-Town and I just did. <laughs> Listen, mm-hmm. just because, you, you, something, just because something is inappropriate, that doesn't make it criminal. And that's the problem that I'm having with a lot of these things. So, you know, one lady for Cuomo said he was looking at her titties. Like, okay, that don't make it criminal. Like, that's what I'm sorry to tell you, men are purse, they look at titties. He didn't ask you to take off your shirt, he didn't ask you to do nothing. One lady said that Deshaun Watson didn't have a towel on, he rolled over and he busted a nut. Didn't ask her to touch him. Hey, he's just a horny bastard. <laughs> I don't know if that's sexual assault or not. Is it wrong? Yes. But he didn't ask you to touch him. He's, uh, I'm surprised he doesn't have kids. He's ejaculating that easily, but whatever. <laughs> but whatever, that doesn't make it criminal. And I can say this a million times, especially with the Deshaun Watson thing. I do not want to hear somebody go to a lawyer before they go to the police. Point proven. All right, all right. Uh, Aragon, you want to give your one minute take? Uh. Yeah, I mean, kind of just piggybacking off the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Like, I agree with you, uh, Esquire, as far as, like, the whole going to a lawyer before you go to the police. Like, it just, it kind of seems like a money grab. You know what I mean? And it's, like, not saying that the whole sexual assault thing was a money grab, but I feel like it's very easy to kind of just throw that topic out there, you know, and get the media and get people to get canceled and shit like that. And um, 
And it's like, I don't know, like you were, you were, you touched on the guy who said, I mean, there's mental illness and, and as far as like the guy that needs to go to jail and shit like that. But it's like, as far as this whole cancel culture, I feel like there's no room for growth from certain actions, especially like if you don't understand the severity of it and people don't understand the severity of it. And it's like, there's no room, there's no more conversation about shit. You know what I mean? Everybody just is quick to be offended and just quick to like, just deem some, demonize somebody in the media over things that we don't even know are, are really true or not. You know what I mean? So, all um, right. It's, like, it's a very touchy society we live in today. Okay. All right. That's really good. Uh, really good point you just made there. Good job. Uh, I will take my one minute and I will thank you, Aragon, because at first I thought I was just going to be the only one in a panel full of these uh, rapist apologists like Shytown Knight and Esquire are. You're right. And in this cancel culture, we're not allowing people to grow. You're not, we're not allowing people to make mistakes and then learn from those mistakes and then do something different. Uh, Cuomo did more than just look at someone's breast. He's been accused by nine different women. Um, he, he is a creep, but he's a creep in power. And that's what you're not understanding on the Cuomo part. Deshaun Watson, that might be a money grab. I don't know. I don't know all the details on that. Um, it's, it's a masseuse going to a lawyer before she's going to the police. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know any of the details. But I will say is uh, our generation kind of needs the uh, the older generation kind of things have changed. It's not the same as it was before for us. And uh, that's my point. Point proving. So, right. so, hold on. so who is a rapist apologist? I mean, aside from Esquire. I mean, you both sounded like some yeah. rapist apologists, man. Listen, I didn't apologize for him. I think they're creepy. For sexual assault. I think all those guys are creepy, but I'm and not. I, I think your point, your minute is up. I'm I not think. the, I'm not I the think one. your well, minute is up. I think your minute is up. I think your minute is up. Is this your two minutes? Is this your two minutes? Is this your two minutes? Is this your two minute topic? Remix, remix. Is this your two minute topic? Let's go to the next subject. All right. Remix. I got to keep you alive, brother. Take your two minutes. Go ahead, brother. That's you. The police make them rapists. I'm not the one that said they did or didn't do it because they haven't went to the police. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. But now you got a minute 45 left to finish the rest of your point. No, that, that's yeah. my point. That's all. I think they're all creepy. I think all these guys are creepy. I think they all have weird. No, ideas. nigga, your point, your whole point for the show. You all, you for the show, you all point oh, proven, dog. Oh, wait, wait, you got wait, a minute and 30 seconds, let me, man. Let me, let, me, let me get into some hip hop shit, man. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 with this, 2020 is going to be the year that hip hop has been uh, taken over by other things, other entertainment. So in 2020, for the best rap album, we had uh, D Smoke, Freddie Gibbs, J Electronica, Nas, and Royce the Five Nine. Out of, out of all those uh, albums, the best is probably the Allegory, and that actually came out in 2019. That's the only one I would say that's borderline classic. I think it's a classic we might can debate. But most of those albums are not classics. And most, in 2020, there hasn't been, I think the J Electronica might have been a good album that came out. But with that said, there's too many other things with social media and movies now, and instead of going to the movie theater, you can watch that hip hop has to be careful by not releasing as much good music because these other forms are coming and they will take over. Hip hop is the number one thing in entertainment right now. 
But without anybody dropping a banging album in 2020, I can see that slowly but surely is going to be taken over by what other entertainment things are out there. Point proven. I didn't need two minutes. Let's go. You didn't need minutes because I didn't even hear your point with the time you had. <laughs> so I, I, I will take my one minute and I would say I don't even understand what your point was. You're saying that hip hop is under assault. Uh, I, I am assuming that's what you're saying, uh, but okay. That's the last subject, assault. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe you're saying hip hop's under assault as well because. Uh, Yes, uh, the D Smoke album was good. That was a good album. Uh, I thought that uh, I do agree with you with the the Electronica and the Royce the Five Nine album. I'm a big fan of Royce the Five Nine. Those were real good albums. But to be quite honest, that's all I got from your rant. I don't understand what your rant was about. Uh, so I will say yes, Royce the Five Nine did have a good album in 2020. Point proven. All right, who's next? Who wants to go next? I don't know. If, I don't know if your point was that there's not enough classic hip hop, but I mean, to that point, I feel like the music game in general is just so oversaturated where it's hard to have a classic album. Cause I feel like a classic album, you gotta like drop it and let it breathe. You know, the only ones that are really dropping classics, I would say, are taking their time. In my opinion, are like J. Cole and like Kendrick taking their time between the projects and letting it breathe. Let people actually crave your music. You know what I mean? Everybody just wants to drop. And drop and keep dropping and keep dropping it's like i don't even know what last album you dropped if you're dropping three more right after it you know what i mean so i don't know and then yeah that's just my take on it i just feel like the music games are too oversaturated to actually take time to actually see what a classic album is okay all right uh shaitan knight well a minute you're up brother i will 100 agree with aragon and i got i got younger kids so i give all this new music a chance and I, I listened to somebody like the baby when the baby came out. And it was like, at first I was like, oh, this is trash. And then I kept listening to it. I was like, it's decent. But then he came out with another album like the next week. And then another album like the next week. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how many albums is this gonna come out with? So with the with the stuff, like if you remember Rhythm and Flow, the show that was on Netflix, a whole big part of it was like your so they were telling telling the artists like your social media game needs to be on point. You need to drop stuff on Twitter, you need to get on so. That's hip hop now. So that's the way the game has changed from the hip hop that we know. Everything is about all the extra curriculars as opposed to the actual music itself. You got Cardi B and Chance the Rapper, and those are people that's like got huge social media presences, and those are huge artists because of the social media presence. So, point proven. All right. All right. That was it. That was it. We got through that. Um, we'll let you go first. Our special guest, you got Erica. Yes, yeah. All right, let's jump into it before Esquire hijacks your time. <laughs> let's jump. Let's go. You got two minutes, brother. Let's, I want to talk about Gen Z. I mean, I don't want to blame all of on them, but I guess that's the generation right now that's like in power, driving the waves of shit. And um, I guess it touches back on what um, what Shai Knight was saying as far as like not even knowing how to have an opinion on certain things. Because I feel like this generation is so inclusive on everything, but yet they're so quick to cancel certain things at the same time. It's hard to even know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable or what to take a, a stance on. And like, for me, the, the main thing I want to touch on is, I don't know if you guys saw the little Nas X thing with the Satan shoes right now. And it's like, 
yes, we've had stuff in the music industry where like people have been questionable about like their Satanism or whatever the hell messages they're pushing. But when you're flat out coming out with a shoe, it's called the Satan shoe, 666. There's a uh, human blood in there, shit like that. It's like, what are we really pushing? What are we really doing here? And the, the shoe costs a thousand, eighteen dollars or something retails. So, and people are actually buying it and people are defending. I mean, yeah, you could say whatever the hell you want. You could dress however you want, whatever. But when you have like a platform that people are following and you're, you want to push a message of inclusion and it's like people are defending that type of shit, it's like, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, what are, what are, the, what are these kids coming up actually like really ingesting and taking? What are their opinions on these things? You know what I mean? And it's like, it's to a point where you can't even tell your kid what it is or who to be or how to be, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh yeah, just accept them for who they are. And then when they grow up, we'll have this type of talk. So I don't know. I just feel like this whole generation is kind of going in a weird way as far as like the things that they, they deem acceptable and then are quick to, like I said before, just cancel certain shit where to a certain extent you can grow from the things that they're trying to cancel people for versus accepting somebody pushing Satanism on people, you know what I mean? So um, that's my point, point proven. Okay. All right. Who wants to respond? We got one minute. Don't all jump at once. I'll do my. You go. All right. Go ahead, man. You got so, one minute. So yeah. So I, I I definitely agree with the fact that I think it's just confusion. I think people don't know how to respond to stuff because they don't know if they're gonna offend somebody and then end up getting canceled. Like even with the shoe thing, I think people were scared to say what they wanted to say because Lil Nas X is gay. I think they was like, well, if, now if we say that this dude is satanic or we try to, you know, ostracize him because he put this shoe out, now it's like you attacking gay people. So you don't, you can't really attack anything anymore because you can, you can have an opinion, but your opinion got to be real light. You got to be real yeah. smooth with how you come out and say everything. You can't just like, like this show, like every once in a while, we just, well, not every once in a while, like every time we do the show, it's like you say whatever we want to, but in the real world, you can't do that. You can, you can try to say something about like in the, the vein of what you want to say or how you want to say it, but you never know how it's going to be received. So watch what you say or you'll be canceled, point proven. All right. All right. Esquire, you want to take us away with your one minute? Let's go. Hey, go for it, uh, brother. Nas, Nas X is an artist. And I expect artists to be weird. Uh, listen, what he's doing is not much different in my generation when Madonna was putting on 20 titty cups and everybody thought that was crazy and outrageous. Now it's nothing. So I don't blame Lil Nas X for trying to be what he think is art. The music is, the music is trash, period. But uh, he about had a number one, the number one album. So that's what he set out to do. And that's what he did. Now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I, I like what, the music is trash. But I like the fact that he got everybody buzzing about it. Now, the council culture thing is all just like fake love and fake hate. And that's, that I can't stand for. You love somebody today, you hate them tomorrow because he don't kiss your ass. And that's really the whack part of the Gen Z thing. It's the fake love and the fake hate. You know, good and well, y'all don't give a fuck about nothing. Point proven. Nice, nice. All right. Well, I will take my one minute. Um, actually, with my one minute, you guys all have said it all. Uh, what I will say, though, is I have no objection with him dropping these Satanist gym shoes. Um, it's To me, it's just like someone dropping a, a Jesus gym shoe, you know? 
with if they had the cross on it and scripture and all this type of stuff um it's just as offensive to me uh something promoted by the church or something promoted by evangelicals who promote and support white supremacists as this artist promoting satanism um and uh and that religion so to me all organized religion is a freaking problem and if you're getting your titties up on a bunch over this shit then you need to really calm down as far as the cancel culture uh you just got to stop we're not going to get anywhere as a species if we keep canceling everyone's different opinions different opinions is what makes the world go round and we all need to have them and we all and if you don't want to hear it then close your ears man point proven all right. Hey, on, a, on a side note, didn't somebody have some gym shoes with holy water in it? I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure who, but somebody did. Mm -hmm. if, yeah. they, if they didn't, then uh, Ye coming out with them new Yeezys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it like just him naming his gym shoes Yeezys? Isn't that blasphemous? Just like uh, uh, Hove. Hove. Yeah. Yeah, that's all blasphemy. So, you know, I've I've expressed my opinion on organized religion several times. So I'll just jump into my two minutes um, and my two minutes. Actually, I'm changing it up. I want to talk about the NFL extending the season by a game um, and, you know, reducing the NFL is exp uh, expanding their their season to 17 games. They're reducing the preseason games. Um, I think this is this is good for those players that do not make the superstar money. The average player in the NFL, we're not talking about you superstars, the average player is in the NFL for 2.7 years. 2.7 years. So in those 2.7 years, they're going to get an extra game check. Um, as long as you're getting your money, I'm okay with uh, the players going for and you know them expanding the game, and I rather have one a 17th game than have a fourth preseason game. Um, what the NFL needs to do, in my opinion, is I, this is something that I heard uh, the other day, and I thought it was a really good idea: is take the quarterback out of the salary cap. The quarterback should not be in the salary cap, and the quarterback should not count against the salary cap. Um, quarterback is the number one player on every team that you need and you need to compensate. Fine. Take it out of the salary cap and, you know, use that salary cap to compensate all the other players that are brutalizing their bodies and their minds. Um, you know, NFL, I, we, we think the NFL is a billion dollar corporation. Um, they makes all this money and certain, a handful of players are making great, great money. There's a lot of players that are ending up with concussions and losing their damn minds, and they're not getting the medical care or the money that they should for putting their lives on the line. That's my take, point proven. Who wants to do their one minute after? I'll go. All right, go ahead. What the NFL needs to do is to get a better union. You have no say-so when they say they want to go from 16 to 17 games. Are they going to extend the roster? Are they going to give you – I just heard right now that you said that they're going to give them an extra paycheck. But get a stronger union and get your money tighter. These guys are just signed, I think, another $3 billion uh, TV contract. And how much more money are you guys getting? How much more of a raise are you getting from what you already – getting paid because the NFL is getting raised. 
you have to get a better union and you have to be willing to sit out for not just one year, maybe even two, and break their pockets until you get yours. Point proven. All right, nice, nice, very strong. Uh, Eric, do you want to give your minute? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the addition of the 17th game is is good to the extent that I mean, players get that one extra check and they take away from the the preseason. Cause so I guess it's better to get injured during the season than during the preseason. But like Esquire's point is, like they do got to get a better union because I mean, no matter what, there's so many people that you'll get injured in the game and you're cut. Like there's no there's no real guaranteed money in the NFL. No matter if there's 17, 18 games, it doesn't matter. So it really all does come down to the money. So I mean. I guess it balances out, but yeah, nobody's making more money than the other fella itself. So why not extra game? Okay, all right, good point, good point. Uh, it was that was less than a minute, so we got some extra time for you, Shy Town Knight. Take it away. All right, so I know the reason why you're talking about non-salary uh, cap in the QBs is because you're a Bears fan, and the Bears ain't never had no fucking quarterback. <laughs> You just want them to be able to go out and sign whoever, but that's not just that's not gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. The, the NFL owners ain't never gonna let that go down. The second thing is a 17 game season. I don't know because I haven't looked at the contract. I don't think these niggas get paid anything extra. I think they just adding on an extra game for the owners to get paid for 16 more games. So it's good for the owners, but is it good for the players? Because the players, once again, like like Aragon said, the players, they don't have like guaranteed contracts. You get your signing bonus. That's all you get. So if you get cut in the middle of the season or you get hurt or whatever the case is, and they cut you, it's a wrap for you. You get you gets no money. So fuck the NFL. They just on some bullshit. This 17-game season is not a good thing for the players as far as I'm concerned. Point proof. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I think what they're getting is a prorated check. Now, in the preseason, they don't get paid. They get like a salary minimum in the preseason right. is do, what they get we, paid. They don't get do paid. We, do we extend the two minutes? Did I miss Yeah, something? there's extra time. There is extra time. As, <laughs> as the, He's taking my last 20 seconds. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm, I'm taking his last 20 seconds. So, yes, yes. Well, anyways, now we get to the point where we get to vote on who had the best topic. Hey, hey, time out real quick. Hey, that's my fault for nigga. letting two. That's my fault for letting two niggas from Humboldt Park come on the show. Now they, now they, adding each other time and shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now you know how it feels for me every time I'm on an illogic show and I'm outnumbered by all of you guys. Got you, bro. I finally got some backup. <laughs> So, so all right, eat This sounds like pure and simple racism. Yeah. I, I noticed I noticed Esquire ain't making his Latino jokes today. All of a sudden today ain't nothing. He's not going, hey Holmes! Hey Holmes! Because <laughs> hey, today we have a real Puerto Rican on the show. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. And and like I told you, he got his Ricky Ricardo pajamas on, so he's yeah. Like, he, he, over there. You tell yeah, he's like, hey man, I got. He's like, Turin, give me my Ricky Ricardos. I got. <laughs> we got a special guest, and it's gonna be too many Latinos. I don't want to get shanked. <laughs> well, it's only really one Latino. That's Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's vote on uh, who had the best topic. Let's run the show down. 
Who wants to put their vote first? Shytown Knight, you give your vote. Um, much like uh, Esquire always does. In this situation, I'm gonna have to vote for myself. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Aragon, how about you? Who are you voting for? I'm gonna I'm vote for Esquire because this topic was unclear and that's that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it was on point. His point was he has no point and he has no, no idea what he's talking about. No point, but it was on point. <laughs> That's the way uh, I, hey, that's the way I meant to do it too. <laughs> I'm gonna throw my vote with Shy Town Knight. Shy Town Knight. Um, I want to back him up because I know the internet's gonna come after him for being a rape apologist. Oh. So, uh, so I want to just give him, you know, back him up. So I will throw it to Shy Town Knight. Esquire, what do you got? Well, hey, this might be the first time. This might be a, a even vote for everybody. I'm going with Aragon with the Gen Z shit, and and. You know, it feels good to have a real Latino on the show, a real <laughs> Latino point of view. Finally, I appreciate that, man. That's why I'm trying to get some diversity on the show. Uh, you know, hey, what you gonna rename? Re you need to rename Puerto Rico. What you gonna name them? Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> hey, you know Mexico's Latino too. You know that, right, motherfucker? <laughs> but I mean, for real people that came from Mexico, you're you're a, a American Mexican. Ah. More American than Mexican, though. Wow. So, man, you are one of the dumbest fucks I've ever not, known in my not, life. You know that, right? You're not Mexican. You're not Mexican. This is what I love about being the host. I can do this. I can just mute his ass. <laughs> Let him, he can't talk his shit. <laughs> hey, you should, to be fair, you should be called Tijuana. Tijuana, uh, yeah, that sounds racist and yeah, shit. Hey, 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 this is the only this is the only do I know that's not. Um... <laughs> he don't even know. He thinks we're laughing at him. What are we gonna cancel you, bro? Yep. Point proven. Point proven. You gotta unmute yourself, man. He's still talking. Yeah, he's still going on. He's still doing this topic. I'm just I'm just moving my lips to make y'all think I was talking. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh man anyways man this was a fun time great show Aragon we really appreciate you coming on uh, tell us about your album again what's the name of it Sir, State of Mind uh, 121 it's available on all music platforms it's Apple Music, SoundCloud, Spotify Tidal whatever you're listening to it's on there so. okay. and uh, can we catch you in person in concert um, April 17th at Boulevard in Humble Park. Humble so, Park. All right. Yep. All right. Nice, nice. Uh, uh, Esquire, you got anything to promote? You're going to promote your OnlyFans? Your... Promoting hip-hop. Shout out to Aragon. <laughs> yo, yo, listen to the album. Uh, hip-hop, I'm ready for some some great hip-hop to come in 2020. Some deep thoughts about what's going on in the world. Like always, I promote hip-hop. That's it. Okay. That's all. All right. Chi-Town Knight, how about yourself? I, hey, if Esquire don't want to promote his OnlyFans, I'll promote it for him. He's got his <laughs> uh, PJs, so get with him on OnlyFans. And, and also, just so y'all remember, on the last show, I gave y'all some, some picks for the NCAA and all that shit came out. So I'm a genius, point proven. All right. How much money, how much money did you win? I'm uh, Right now, I'm up about $75 all in for the whole tournament. I was up like 300 and I fucked up one day with uh, Loyola. Uh, was that Saturday? Yeah, that wasn't. A good yeah. 
Saturday was a rough day, man. Saturday was a rough day. And it's like, uh, what, what, four more games left? <laughs> Sounds like you about to break even. <laughs> possibility. That's a possibility. Hey, but you have fun, right? You have fun. Exactly. And then I'm putting all my money on Gonzaga because they finna kill it. Yeah. All right. All right. I am just going to say I can't wait for to see hip hop in live and in person. So, Aragon, I'm excited about your show. Uh, everyone that listens to Illogic, uh, part of Illogic family, let's get out there. Let's support Aragon. Let's support this show. Let's show up in force and uh, just, you know, make it a great night for them. Um, that's all I got to say. Everyone have a good night and uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. All right.